Welcome to episode 384 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, where every week I talk about the inner workings of the entertainment industry with those who have lived it and experienced it. I'm your host, Derek Diamond. And yes, this is a new episode of the podcast. I know a couple of weeks ago I was talking about doing a season finale with the top five MCU episode, and we were going to be re-releasing episodes of feature presentation. But I guess the uh, the podcasting gods had other plans, if you will. It's like that line, I believe it's from The Godfather, just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. I had the opportunity to do a really cool interview that you're going to be hearing today, and that is with actor Rick Cosnett. And if you were a fan of the CW show The Flash, based off the DC comic books character, he played Detective Eddie Thawne in season one of that show, and came back for a couple of reoccurring roles, including being the villain in the final season of that particular show. And this was a a really cool and surprising interview. And I say surprising in that it's one that, you know, I didn't expect to happen. And it just kind of fell in my lap. And I knew that, you know, the show was technically going to be on break. And I've had all this other stuff going on with freelance work, my day job. But you know what? When opportunities like this come around, you can't pass them up in my opinion. And this is actually going to be the first of a couple of new episodes that will air over the next couple of weeks. But uh, I'll get into that more in the outro of the show. Uh, This was a really fun chat. You know, of course, getting to pick his brain about The Flash, his new movie called Shoulder Dance, which I believe is available now on Amazon. Um, If you want a, a tip on where you can find movies to stream and where they are streaming, Go to JustWatch.com and type in the name of the film that you're looking for or TV series, and it'll tell you if you can stream it somewhere, if you have to rent it or buy it. JustWatch.com is a fantastic uh, source of information, so uh, definitely go check that out. But I believe it's available on Amazon. But anyway, this was a really fun chat. It was part of a press junket, so the time length is not very long. It's only a 10-minute interview. But like I said with the Kevin Eastman conversation, when you have the opportunity to interview somebody that you've wanted to, you take the chance. Whether it's 10 minutes, 30 minutes, or an hour, it doesn't matter. An interview's an interview. So hopefully uh, you all enjoy this as much as I had being a part of it. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Rick Cosnett. Happy to be joined here on the Derek Diamond Experience with my very special guest, actor Rick Cosnett. Rick, how are you, sir? Hi, Derek. I'm very, very well, thank you. Coming to you from nice, warm Australia today. Yeah, and it's interesting because it, I always forget that Australia has like the opposite um, like seasons that we yep. do in America. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm in Florida, so it's just now starting to get cold. So it's it's Even interesting. In Florida. I feel like Florida's. N- yeah, yeah, is we get like two months of cold weather, and then the rest is either uh, yeah. warm or obnoxious. I know. I grew up in Africa so. and Australia, so I, uh, I don't know. I yeah, the, I just I'm going from summer to summer, summer, summer this time. Uh, yeah, just can't can't escape it. But yeah, it, just it, running away from my you... problems, basically. <clears throat> <laughs> awesome. So, Metaphor. Well, first, yeah. Also, uh, well, you know, first of all, thank you for taking the time to to chat with me today. Um, over the past, you know, several years, I'm sure you get this all the time. 
huge fan of the Flash TV show, which of course you played the character of of Eddie Thawne. And now that that show has run its course, how do you feel about you know the overall run of the show and kind of the the legacy that it already has? Because you have so many people that love shows like The Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, that whole dc cw universe so yeah how do you feel about the the show's run and the response that it got from the fans just really grateful very very grateful to have been a part of it you know there's so many different jobs that i could have got and um i just i I don't think i even realize now how lucky i have been and and continuing to be now you know that i could have got a part on days of our lives but two weeks later i got a part on the vampire diaries instead which just had this huge international fan base. And then The Flash, which we didn't think would go anywhere, well, we hoped it would go somewhere. You know, it was a spin-off of Arrow, but we didn't know if it would go past the pilot and then past the 13 episodes. And then it did, which was fantastic. And then, um, and then, and then I also died at the end of season one. So um, that was also like, uh, you know, this roller coaster. But then I'd also, you know, uh, dreamed of dying dramatically on television since I was in grade three. And this little boy called Rick in Thundersub died and everyone cried over him. So that dream also came true. Be careful what you wish for. And then I kind of come back. But it was really nice to come back and really bookend the series. I was there on the first day and the last day. So that was very special for me just to have the closure. And, um, you know, just it, it's, it's been a very significant part of my life and i um, just so grateful for to be able to be a part of it because it's uh, the character and the story is so special to me and it's so wonderful to see people um, feeling the same way, um, you know, and I've got long last, like life lasting friendships from that show and um, it's the biggest thing that's really happened in my career. So I'm just really grateful and love all to speak to fans about it love to go to comic cons and um it's it's really it's really afforded me so much in my career so i'll always be so grateful for it and there it is it's always there set in stone it's not like a play where you have to do it over and over again which is kind of cool <laughs> yeah right and and what i love about what you said is you know despite the fact that the show is about a superhero and you have these you know heroes and villains and these cool effects and everything what made the show great are the characters and the storylines, which, you know, of you being a big part of, you know, that, that first season, but then you get to come back and be the villain for the, fi- the finale, which I thought was a really great way to kind of book in the show. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the character was definitely unfinished um, as so many people felt. And so um, what a better way than, you know, to just stretch him out and really like, um, you know, he was just all the best parts of me. I wish I was like Eddie, just rising above (laughs) everything, never getting jealous or just irritatingly awesome at everything. Um, And then, you know, to sort of have that negative voice come back around and and really um, finally, you know, because he has that voice too, he just chose not to, to go with it. And that's the whole thing about comics, which I think is so wonderful. It's the negative versus the positive, the dark versus the light, the good versus evil. And um, I really thought, I thought it really captured that. And I was really happy with the script. I just absolutely loved it. Um, so, yeah, you know, we, yeah, we, you know, all these wonderful actors from Broadway, Jesse Martin and, and Grant and, and Tom and, and, you know, um, Candace getting to interact with her, Carlos and Danielle. It was, it was a wonderful way um, 
a pre very precious story. We all we all put our hearts and souls into it, and so it's just so great to see it, it succeed the way it did. You know, I'm gonna have to steal that phrase. Irritatingly awesome. That <laughs> that, I've never heard that before. That's so cool. Yeah. So, uh, kind of transitioning from that, you recently had a film um, come out called Shoulder Dance, which has been doing quite well in the in the festival circuit is one you know best lgbtq film uh best drama from uh, multiple festivals so um yeah what was your experience like um you know creating and being a part of that film and you know kind of seeing it to its to its completion it was one of the uh you know one of a sem sem a few seminal um experiences for me just in the in the way that I'm pro progressing I feel like in my work um, because it was a character that I never really played before just so rambunctious confident crazy sensual um, just really out there and you know my girlfriend in film Maggie Gehar who you know from people would know well, from Gotham just as she played it to the nth degree as well we kind of felt like the villains in Annie you know Bernadette Peters and Tim Curry just coming in to mess shit up um, with these kind of repressed this repressed gay couple um, and <laughs> it was just delicious to this the script was so good it was written so naturally the dialogue which is so difficult to write was just so natural um, and I got to use my, my natural voice, like my accent, my natural accent, which I don't know what the hell it is, but I just spoke, um, which was great because he's foreign and, you know, he left the States when he was 16. Um, so that was also a very cool experience. I think Jesse Martin said to me from the flash that, um, you know, when I get to speak in my natural voice, things are just going to blow up for me. <laughs> so I always think of that in the back of my mind. And this was sort of that experience. And, um, you know, um, I lost track of what you were asking, but, um, it was just, it was just quite something. Yeah. It's basically just the overall experience of, of making the film because from the trailer, you know, it, it instantly captures this kind of fun, feel like you know that that kind of like there's obviously bits of romance there's some over-the-topness there's some drama there it, it looks like you know such a fun movie to watch and i'm i'm excited to you know i haven't had a chance to watch it yet but i'm excited to to get to see that you know here really soon yeah everyone says that it's just they say it's so easy to watch um and it's just really just fun you know it's fun it's that it's a wild weekend but it also ends up meaning so much to people because it brings up a lot of issue issues you know that and everyone feels differently about it about you know monogamy about relationships about marriage um about friendship, um, about our kind of instincts, our feelings, about freeing yourself inside, about love, and, and that that can be sort of a catalyst and so valuable, that freedom and that love can be valuable to people and help them move forward and be happier in their lives, you know, and relationships. So, yeah. And that that's why film and TV, to me, are the greatest art forms to ever exist you know not to knock like paintings or sculptures but you can create so many emotions and express mm -hmm. so many viewpoints but you do it in a way that's not so like on the nose like you can have fun watching a movie but exactly. then you're like huh that's i 
you know, didn't realize that until now. So you, Derek, absolutely. You hit the nail on the head there. We were talking about this. Um, so I'm developing something at the moment and this film really does that so well as well. You know, it, it's entertainment, right? And it's fun and funny, but then it hits you subconsciously. Um, and, and you take away, you take something away from it because I feel like our brains are wired to try and um, optimize, you know, our lives. And so inevitably we try and take something away from, you know, we don't try, but inevitably, be, you know, we see that mirror and it gives us a perspective on certain issues that we might be struggling with. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. As we start to wrap up here, um, what, what do you have coming up? next for you you know now that the the strike has ended you know we're hearing all about all these projects that are resuming or yes and that we getting back couldn't talk about for so long right right. Um, it was so irritating um but also amazing but um you know what happened and i'm I'm just so grateful for my new to my union um but uh i have um a movie coming out uh early next year um called the exchange i'm not sure of the date yet um but it's going to be on a, a big platform. And um, that's actually with Taylor Frey, who is in this movie with me as well. Um, and it's also got Kyle Richards in from the Real Hustles of Beverly Hills. It's a really great um, a romantic comedy. I play an English character and we do this like house swap. It's kind of like the holiday um, in a way. Um, and yeah, I just, I cannot wait to see it. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, and then I also have an Apple TV show coming out uh, called Palm Royale with um, Kristen Wiig and Laura Dern, Alison Janney, Carol Burnett, Ricky Martin. It's a star-studded cast and it's set in the 60s in Palm Beach, Florida um, in high society and it is uh, quite something. It's The budget is insane and I'm hoping it's going to be really good. Um, so that's going to be super fun. Um, I play Sergeant Tom Sanka, um, Palm Beach Police. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. I mean, you sold me on the cast itself, but the '60s setting and in West Palm Beach, I'm I'm there. So that as a teenager, I would have died to watch this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And finally, do you have a website or social media you'd like to plug so the viewers and listeners can follow you? Yes, it would be great. Follow me on at Rick Cosnet on Instagram and also on X. Um, or if you want on TikTok, I'm starting to be on TikTok. I think it's official underscore Rick Cosnet because Rick Cosnet was already taken and I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Well, Rick, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. This was great. Thank you, Derek. Thank you. Really cool. Thank you again to Rick Cosnet for that fantastic conversation. And thank you to my friends over at October Coast PR for helping to set up that really fun chat. If you want to follow Rick on Instagram, you can check out the link to that in the show notes. And of course, check out his latest film, Shoulder Dance. For next week's episode, I'm going to be chatting with a returning guest, local filmmaker Alicia Marie. And you might remember her from an episode uh, back in 2021 where we talked about her filmmaking debut with the feature film Zombies. Well, it's gone through a lengthy post-production process And the film is finally being released here in a couple of weeks on the Gulf Coast. I'll include a link in the show notes if you want to purchase tickets for the premiere coming up, which is December 17th out in Mary Esther, Florida. Alicia is going to be back on the show to talk about the film itself, specifically uh, the post-production process and what's up next for her after Zombies 
is released. But until then, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, if you want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, or follow me on social media, everything is in one location, linktree.com slash Podcast. Your one-stop shop, if you will, for everything Derek Diamond Experience related, linktree.com slash Podcast. And if you could, please rate and review the podcast. I know I say this every single week, but it really does help The more reviews and ratings the show gets, the more visible it is to those that are searching for a specific podcast. So it only takes a moment of your time, and it doesn't cost anything and really helps out the podcast. But on that note, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you once again to Rick Cosnett, and we'll see you guys back here next Monday for another awesome episode of the Derek Diamond Experience Podcast. (laughs) 